I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. You're doing great. Doing great on the Saturday morning. Yeah, I was just uh, raking a bunch of leaves in my backyard, and I realized that that would take hours because the property. F that. I'm going to just podcast instead. Yeah, I said, I'll just kill the whole lawn and we'll see what happens. Good plan. You did it. Uh, We have a great show today because we're talking about something that's you could say it's controversial i suppose i think so well if it's not already we're going to make it yeah um this is going to be less of a how-to episode um more about the ethics of seo in general yeah as we could say it's almost philosophical and it's you know it's about um, platitudes and morals and all that good stuff right because oddly this comes up a lot um so I guess the best way we could we could phrase this episode is um, how transparent should you be with the your SEO processes, what you do, and are there things that are unethical to do in SEO? So I guess SEO ethics 101. <laughs> well, I'm not going to teach someone how to be ethical, but I, I think that there's just like this underlying kind of concept of a correlation between doing things that really work and and the likelihood of it being unethical or considered black hat. And we're going to, we're not even going to say white hat or black hat because they're stupid concepts nowadays. Yeah, I I would absolutely agree with you. Um, But let's just delve, let's just delve into things. Right. So, so let's, let's go back to 2000. (laughs) Should, should uh, SEOs put a moral, standard on doing SEO work? Like, is there, is there anything that you would consider morally, morally unethical in SEO? And I, I would say like, if you're purposely trying to hack into people's websites, sure. Are you trying to take down their websites? If you're trying to um, sh- smear people like negative reviews that are fake, things like that, I think you can get sued for. Uh, I think they are unethical. I think negative SEO is unethical. Yeah. There's no way around it. General, um, just in its concept, because I think you know, I would rather spend time making making my own site better and ranking ranking my stuff better than like trying to hurt someone else's site. I just think it's like a shitty thing to do. Um, but when we start talking about things that are like white hat and black hat, um, which is a term we hate, uh, it's a little different than than like negative SEO. So like, let's not even delve into like the concept of negative SEO. Let's just agree that like it's not a good thing to do. Yeah, I think that we've already set that aside. Negative SEO is literally negative. It's it's going to always be on that side of the spectrum. You're proactively being unethical and nefarious with the skills and expertise you have in SEO. So that's that's done. So yeah, and I, don't, I think that you can succeed easily without doing any negative SEO. And I think that uh, if you do it, you're just a bad person. And now, that's, that's it. <laughs> so the range though of what what is considered pot like white hat seo first of all let's just let's just dig into like those concepts concepts in general there is no such thing as white hat seo like there isn't like there anything at all that you do to influence the rankings is is by default like not what google wants you to do Right. right like any optimization at all um any link building at all whether you consider it like earned links like you're reaching out you know you're paying someone to do outreach or you're like whatever way you're doing it, you're not supposed to be doing any link building in any capacity. And Google has said that multiple times. I think that Google kind of idolizes Yelp in some ways. And I know that kind of sounds like silly as, as much as like, I don't know the, the rivalry or how they, 
they relate to one another, but, but Yelp has always taken that really foot down stance with, if you solicit for reviews, like they're not going to be counted. And I think Google's looked at that and been like, yeah, I, that's the same thing. You know? I think that's preposterous for a lot of reasons. If someone came to your restaurant and they had a really good meal and you were like, Hey, tell your friends, is that wrong? <laughs> is it wrong to oh, say, I, tell I, your I friends? A, I got a sidetrack so quickly. Sorry about that example. Let's, no, 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 no. Let's but that's go a good, that's, that's, that's good though. Um, <laughs> Because I think like it is, I would say, is it wrong to buy reviews that are fake? Yeah, that's a good question. I, 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 I tend to think that like that's unethical because I think people should trust the sources of reviews. Well, a lot of people buy reviews all the time though. Um, I know. I know we can like go down a bunch of rabbit holes and then like maybe we can go to a like on a case by case basis. I, th I think if I were to look at what's unethical, it's going to depend on what the relationship is with what you're working on. So uh, if I want to look at this really big picture, if you're doing affiliate marketing and all you're worrying about is your own asset, I think that what could be considered unethical or really pushing the limits could be at its maximum. And that kind of scales up with who you're collaborating with or working on and what their expectations you are too, meaning that you would not be necessarily doing exactly the same things you do for your own personal website if you're doing it for someone else's website. Here's what I, what I hate about, about Black Hat and White Hat SEO is when people assign a moral position on, uh, I think it's I think, I think it's insane, right? Yeah. It's like saying, well, the math problem, uh, two plus three equals five is good, but two plus two equals four is bad, right? Like, at the end of the day, you're just doing something to influence an algorithm. That's it. Like, that's all we're doing, right? It's not like a person out there. Like, we're, we're, we're feeding an algorithm with what it needs to favor your website. And I don't think it's wrong in any capacity how, like, how you want to do that outside of the negative stuff that we talked about before and, like, hacking into people's sites. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it's funny with the link building, people will probably be listening to this already and be like, no, there's clearly white hat and there's black hat links because black hat links would be like guest blogging. You're just paying for a blog and you gave them the money and you know, you're getting a link. And then on the other side, it's like, oh, if you just write really great content, uh, you're going to naturally get links on, on its own. It's like both have the mindset where you ventured out, whether it be your time, whether it be your resources, that the end goal was to get links. Therefore it's the same thing. That's, that's why I think that, that yeah, I think the conversation it, is done. I think it's just silly, right? And so that's one of the things that I've always hated. But I, I will say when you work in-house, right, you're going to have to show the work that you've done. Right. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And then you're, you're going to find yourself like sometimes you build links that are like they only exist for the purpose of ranking your sites, right? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes the content's not great on it. There, there's a lot of things. And from a traditional standpoint, it might seem like it's spammy, but like, is it, is that even spammy if no one's ever going to go to the site? Like, is that spammy? I don't, I don't think so. Right. It's just a yeah. tactic that you're using to do something. It's like, I, I, as an SEO have found a website that is going to offer me the ability to leave a link on it to build authority. What, I mean, what else is it? Yeah. Like, so if you build a bunch of web 2.0s, right. And, um, they are a bunch of garbage content on it, but you know, like no one's ever going to go to that web 2.0. It's not going to, it doesn't exist in the vacuum of the internet as, as an entity of its own, right? Like it only exists to help you rank another entity. 
what is wrong with that? There's, I, I just, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Oh, and plus that's probably 99% of content on the website. <laughs> to, yeah. To, sorry. Oh, 99. Well, on the website. Uh, on the web the out there. Yeah. 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 And, and I don't, and, but like Google has made this, they've made this system that has to be fed. And if anyone's responsible, I think it's Google. Like if, if there's a, if, if they're saying like, this is bad, they're the reason for it being bad. Yeah. It's, it's like, are people that go shopping and, and stomp on each other on Black Friday typically like bad people? Or is it that like Walmart and Best Buy are offering these horrible, I, <laughs> awful deals and creating these monsters? Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I don't, what, what's, what's the ethics in that, right? So I, I, I always have that kind of conversation, the conversation we're having right now. I'm like, I have to explain. I'm like, we're going to do things that are they seem arbitrary and like that you don't have to put the effort that you would put into like your actual website from a content perspective and like design and all this other stuff, right? Like, like this is why they, they exist. Um, and it's not wrong. And anyone that says it wrong, I totally disagree with you. And you probably don't rank very well if you're saying that. I mean, there, there really have been so few people in history, unless we're talking about hyper niche, where you have the luxury of just writing content and being like, yeah, people just love the content. They link to it. What are you, what are you doing? Woodworking? What are you doing? Leatherwork? Yeah, you, you've never worked in a competitive niche before if you like. Just do a backlink analysis of any competitive niche and you're going to see links that are bought, that are coursed out of other people or kind of misguided. Like you see backlink portfolios, you're like, there's no way this is natural unless you're just a big brand and yeah. you know, a fraction or fraction of websites out there. And so for me, I show uh, everything that I do. Um, and I'm just, I put it all out there and I'm just like, look, this is why you hired me to like, because I know how to do these things and I can do them at scale and they'll, and they'll work. And like, we're, you know, like it's fine to do that. Um, and they're, after they look at it, they're like, I really don't even want to talk about this ever again because like I don't understand how any of it's working and like but I, you're, you're being transparent. Yeah, they're, they're just like just whatever, just do it. That's fine, right? Um, but yeah, I I always show everything that that I'm doing. I do as well, and uh, it, it's funny for anyone that's like listening right now, um, from like a consulting or an agency standpoint, there isn't a single thing that I do not tell like how we're doing it or where we're doing it. It is literally all I'm I'm not like scrambling together to, to push the link, you know, building reports in front of people. But if they ask, they are receiving it because at the end of the day, if you're being weird and like secret sauce and proprietary and trade secrets and people are just going to run tools and they're going to be like, cool, I found it on my own. Like, why are you being weird yeah. about not <laughs> telling no. me? I might not always show people like how I did it, right? Or like what I used to do it um, because it took a long time for me to learn. Even if I told them, some of the tools that I used to do it, they, it would take them so long to figure out how to use it. You know, you'd have to have a whole background built up of like what everything does. And that's not, doesn't mean that they would execute correctly or pick the right sites to do it on. Yeah. Like even if you could set it up to make it right, you wouldn't necessarily make the linking tiers, how they need to be like you would, or you wouldn't be able to like imitate the signals that go to them that, you know, like you wouldn't be able to do it right. It, It took a long time to learn how to do all that. So. Well, it's, it's like the, the same reason that we, let's say we were working with lawyers and there's, we put a list of every single legal directory we're aware of that in existence, there'd be probably, you know, other people that are like, oh, we're going to get you on, on 125 legal directories. And they're like, cool, which ones? And they're like, oh, it's like, a, it's, you know, I can't yeah. tell you, I can't just give you a list, you'll do it yourself. 
It's like, I, no, here's the list. Do you think that you really want to do that? Who wants to freaking build 125 links manually? It sucks. It's so insane. that's why I'm still going to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would say that if, if you're hiring someone to do SEO for you out there and they don't show you, that's a red flag. I think 100% because they don't know one, they probably aren't doing anything. And if they are doing something, they're probably doing really something that doesn't work. Probably outsourcing it. Like that's, that's the thing. You have no, yeah. Like to people listening, like we've had, we had a guy that reached back out to us the other day um, that like tried to outsource, like he did SEO. He had an agency that did SEO and he tried to outsource the work just to us to do the SEO. Um, and he had like the other person as a client. He's like, hey, do you want yeah, to? Yeah, he's like, oh like, man, can you do this? And I'll say yeah. that I did it. And like, yeah, I don't it, know. It was a whole scope too. It wasn't just like the content or the links or citations. Yeah. It was like, like, can you put together a package to do all of it? And I'm like, but yeah. it, wasn't he already the client? Like they were already engaged, right? And it's like, yeah. so who's doing it? If and we didn't do that it. job because he didn't pay us what we wanted. <laughs> he didn't give us the money that we wanted, but we, we would have probably, yeah, had, had he done that. Um, but, you know, he probably went with someone that was a lot cheaper that didn't know what they were doing and then, you know, sold that to that person. You know, you know what I think? And so uh, another ethics rule number four, I don't know what the first three are. I'm sure we've already <laughs> covered a few, but if you were going to work with a client and engage, I, I guess this apply in-house, but if you're a consulting agency, and you're giving a scope of work, like I'm going to do SEO, I'm going to do content link building, and you plan on outsourcing the content and they're asking you who does it. And you're saying, you know, like, oh, I do it. And you're outsource it. I think you're wrong. And I think that you should, you should be forthcoming with anything that you plan on outsourcing, because like, there's always a way to, to be like, well, I don't have any, you know, great writers, but I, you know, I freelance and I have a couple of people that are fantastic. I still get it. I still edit it. I still have the topics. I still optimize it it's going to be, it's fine. Like people any, expect you to do everything. If, if an agency that I work with lies to me at any point, I don't ever work with them again. What happens with a lot of agencies, especially ones that have really large accounts is they try and like, you know, put rose uh, colored glasses over like bad things, right? They want to just show you, they want to manipulate the numbers to show you the positive and they, they don't want to talk about the, the negative. Right. Yeah, so of course. you'll notice like the KPIs that you generally follow on your monthly reports start changing, you know, it's like, Oh, well, oh, oh, like, <laughs> like wait, oh, why don't we, we follow keywords? But our, our um, bounce rate drops, blah, blah, blah. Like we've never reported on bounce rate as a KPI, buddy. I, it's great that it like, you know, oh, you're better right, now, yeah. but we had like 10% less traffic, you know, like you start working people where like, it's always evolving and changing. It's because like, they're trying to put like their best foot forward. Um, and those are generally always the same agencies that will lie to you about something too. Like, the, it's usually like money related or like they mess something up and they don't want to like own up to it and be like, we, we did it, you know? Um, and if that ever happens to me, I just, I never work with agencies like that ever again. No, I, I don't blame you. And uh, that's why we don't put ourselves in that situation. We emphasize and I give as much as the positive. So I, I tell people, I'm like, you're always going to have something that's like not always going the right direction. So if you're getting reports six in a row and then it's like, and then you're up, you're up, you're up, you're up. No, no, that's not possible. There has to be something that's stagnant or took a step back. I mean, come on, like it fluctu yeah. Google organics all about fluctuation. So I guess, you know, if you're listening to this and you're in that role, just always be, always be honest with, with your client, someone who, you know, I've been the client more, I, I've never really worked. I've never worked for really an agency ever, but I have worked with a lot of, a lot of agencies and I have so much more respect if they mess something up or they just tell me straight up, like what's wrong. Like if traffic's down and we have a technical issue, like 
just be like, look, this is what, this is what's wrong. You know, like it, it's so much better to, to handle the situation, like head on like that and know that there's something wrong and then and like have to guess about it and like think that maybe it's something else. Um, and that, that just happens a lot, unfortunately. On that subject too. So if you're in a position and this is in-house, this, this is consulting any position you're in doing SEO where a person on the other side is expecting your reports and how things are going. Uh, if you're leading and always emphasizing only KPIs, you're doing it wrong. Like you, you have to always talk about the results. You have to be transparent and forthcoming about leads, sales. You have to always end of the funnel, like bottom line stuff has to be in the picture at all times. Yeah. In fact, uh, one of my first SEO jobs that I had, we had to do a monthly report and we had to put something that was wrong <laughs> in the report every, like every month. But we were like, what could have been better? Like, you know, like what's wrong? And that was useful because it made you be honest and it wasn't like something they just glossed over like we talked about it like with the vp of the company you know like when we met with them it was, it was like a, a big point um in the report that's cool because i mean you're gonna have reports which are you know kick ass frankly but it's still good to you know be slightly humbled and be like well you know this is still good but it could have been better and then also it's not only about reporting even if you're doing the positive and you're doing the negative you always have to have a plan of what's next so you're working with someone and you're like okay all right oh. i am being transparent but but like not only was it negative but what are you doing well you know this page was down 20 percent. I, I realized that you know you had a couple competitors that really like up their game with a lot of these keywords and and actually you know we've been a little bit you know lazy on this and you know what we're going to do we're going to come back we're going to add more links we're going to add more content we're going to get back on track like you always have to have a game plan have a yeah like but you if you don't admit there's a problem it's like the worst part so you can't you fix the problem, problem unless you say we have this problem that's so. the eight step system admit that you have a problem yeah you know it's a valuable system <laughs> uh, uh, and, and it's just like the days of secret sauce proprietary seos the hyper technical you wouldn't get it they're, they're done there's too much data out there there's too many tools you're obligated to be completely transparent you just you just are i think that very strongly from an seo standpoint i think it's unethical to still be rooted in well you know, I can't really divulge information because that's like our secret. And uh, it's like, no, honestly, and I don't swear a lot on here, but fuck off. Like you really <laughs> have to, you, you got to do it or else don't be in this industry. So, in so I guess to recap this, yeah. there is no such thing as white hat or black hat SEO. It's all, it's all against Google's terms of service. So don't apply any type of moral aptitude to like doing SEO. Uh, don't do negative SEO because that's messed up. Um, so like, like don't, yeah, don't, come don't back. try and take you other people down. You know, you don't know who's yourself. out there. You, you don't know who you're messing with. Can you imagine? Jeez, like people out yeah. there are like have like, nothing to lose. We, we can all agree that that is morally and ethically wrong to to do that. Um, outside of that, you always show your work. Um, and then if people have questions, just tell them straight up. Like you're that's wrong. Like math. That you that's like when you're in algebra. Bad. Yeah, I mean, show, show yeah, your like work. your algebra class. It's like. Always, show, I mean, you don't always have to show your processes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that everyone needs to be like, well, ha, what was step one, step two? I mean, the end result is like what you need to be clear about. No one's, no one's asking like, well, guide me through how you built this link. I mean, that doesn't, you don't have to yeah. worry about that. But, um, but like ultimately at the end of the day, your job is to exploit Google's algorithm. Like, that <laughs> is what yes. we do. We exploit yeah. weaknesses in the algorithm so that we outrank other websites. Uh, well, does that mean this is how, to an extent, maybe how 
not as ethical as we're making it seem to be that it takes to also succeed in the position meaning that like not everything is squeaky clean you're going to have to play the game you got to do the dance right and some people might not think it's ethical but you're 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 doing what anyone else would have done to succeed so i guess right. the other side none of it. of it is unethical right like we're it's like playing a video game you know like that all that's all we're doing right we're we're looking at something someone created that's an algorithm and we're looking at ways to influence it we're looking at things to exploit in it so that we can rank our website that nothing is wrong with with any of that and <laughs> none of the tactics that they say are black hat are necessarily wrong at all um unless you're hacking into someone's websites which is i think technically illegal um, oh well yeah when we had that option we were really weighing it for a second and yeah. we're like nah so nah, we didn't do it <laughs> yeah so I, I wouldn't i wouldn't do that but outside of that yeah i think it's fair game i don't think there's anything wrong with it um you know the stuff that that isn't gonna work google's gonna figure out it's gonna stop working then you stop doing it, right? You, you would on, think you'd you know. think so. I mean, there's the debate now from an ethical standpoint. You know, if I have a business name and Google my business and I add a keyword to it, is that unethical? And it's like, well, no. Google is allowing me to do it, so <laughs> is that why, why is it unethical at all? You know, it's a it, is it unethical to get business that that you do good at? Like, it's just silly. I think it's silly. Was it uh, unethical to exploit .NET Nuke websites and create profiles with backlinks and HTML embedded? No, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a difference. I mean, it's we like- used, We used yeah. that as intended. We didn't exploit anything. Yeah, like, so logging into someone's website because you have an idea of like what their passwords would be is still considered probably like brute force hacking, which is unethical. But then someone leaving functionality on for their website for them- for you to be able to add a profile <laughs> to an account is, I, I don't know, maybe that's a little ambiguous, but I'm, I'm it, not saying Is it bad. annoying? I would say it's definitely annoying for the person that owns the website, but like, you know, I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> it's definitely spammy. I, I guess like, you know, to sum up some of these parts, I think that if you're working with someone, their expectations, you, you know, you work in-house or consulting, just being just transparent about how you're going about doing things and explaining, explaining things is fine. You just, yeah, I would tell them, tell them up front what you're going to do and then do it. And if they don't like it, then they're not a good fit. Then maybe if they're, Oh, I only want to work with people that are only going to build links that Google likes. And it's like, maybe you you don't get it. Maybe we shouldn't work together. I I, like, there's that, (laughs) like there's always that option. One of the things that really stands out to me as far as like being ethical or like the arrangements or like the post relationship that you'll see where people pull links afterwards, they de-index pages, they take content away that they were doing, working on. And as far as like the ownership of the time you spent. So I know that people are always very tempted to remove links, but what's your, what's your take on that? Um, depending on what, how you entered your relationship. Uh, I, I mean, I, if you contractually agreed to something then that you contractually agreed to something um i i think it's like a a a silly practice um i think like i don't do work for the temporary when i do work for someone um like i want my work to stand the test of time after i leave and that they're happy like i i know i don't do something with the mindset that it's gonna be oh what if they what what if they canceled the contract like i think like oh i'm gonna have them forever so i i build it th- that way like if i was gonna have it forever yeah i like i like that ma- mindset you should yeah having like a one foot out the door mentality where it's like well if this doesn't work out i'm gonna i'll pull the plug so quickly they won't yeah. see what's coming kind of deal I, 
I don't think it's wrong for agencies to do that. Um, I mean, like so people want to, people want assurances that like agencies get dicked over by clients as much as they do it to, to their client to, you know, like it happens all the time. So like, there's a reason why like people put that in their contracts. I would just, I would never do it. Cause I don't feel like I, I need to, but like, I understand why people, people do it, but if you agree to it, I mean, that's that, you know, if you don't like that, then don't sign that agency. You know, there's a million out there. I would say that the, the only instance of any work being kind of like reversed or reverted is if you're getting stiffed because that's, that's, well, that's a really different, that, you're that's not the getting, only example you're not getting paid for your work. And then you should like, you should take it down. Like that's a hundred percent. Like if someone doesn't pay you for something, you shouldn't is like, I'm, I'm a big proponent of like, you don't pay your, like the contractor for your house. They should go in and like rip that shit out. And like <laughs> those videos where like they do that. They're like, oh, I didn't no, get no. The, like rip awesome. the sidewalk out. Like I'm a hundred percent like. Oh, oh, like they mow your lawn and then they just spew the freaking chopped dead grass all over yeah. the place. People need to pay other people for their services. Right. And something like marketing, um, it's, you never, it, there's no guarantees in marketing. Right. So you still have to pay up even though you might not get the results that you wanted. But a lot of times they just don't pay you to begin with because they're cheap. Yeah. And, and that almost being said too, I'm almost like, you know, advice that might sound like a no brainer for some people, but you know, a lot of SEOs find themselves in this position where it's really hard to put yourself in a paper pay for performance situation yeah. because you're relying on someone being ethical to be a hundred percent straight about the business you're generating, which I've, is not common. I, I've tried it with several clients and I've, I've just never been able to make it like profitable. So I, I haven't, it's, yeah, it's I, really I, tough. You, I mean, if marketer, that's your expertise and you're paying for your time, you know, people will be like, well, why do I have to pay until I get results? And it's like, cause I'm working and you can see it. And that's what happens with being transparent. If you're in the transparent mindset, it's easier for you to pro provide, like, look, like, here's the scope. You see what I'm doing when you're having that mindset where it's like, well, it's kind of behind the scenes and you wouldn't get it. And they're like, well, I don't get it. You're right. And I don't know what I'm paying for. So that doesn't really help your case um, when it comes to these things. Yeah. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say either of those things are, un, uh, are unethical. I, I would say, I would say it's like, it's a preference to who's doing the work, right? Like if you want, you want guarantees that people aren't going to like leave you right away or like, you know, there's a lot of reasons for doing it. So, so that, I guess that's how I feel about it. I know we've been speaking about this for, for a bit, but I think that this is important and um, you might have a few things to say too, but uh, one big thing that I think is unethical. And I know that there are people that do this, especially maybe when they're starting or depend and then, or if they have the prospect of working with their, especially large client, both in-house or consulting agency is basically someone giving them the scope and showing them how competitive it is and what they're trying to accomplish and you don't have the, the co like confidence or expertise or the ability or the team to do it and you accept it anyway. Oh, yeah. I see that a lot. Um, that's, that is, I, I don't I see like that, that a lot on, not on about Reddit it. where someone's like, how do I learn SEO in two days? You know, like know. stuff They're like that. It's like, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, of course. Anything. It's like, oh, I signed this client to do SEO and I don't know how to do any of it. I'm like, well, you are a piece of shit. Um, I, straight up. I mean, that's bad. And I was having, well, I wasn't having the conversation. I saw like an interview video from someone else on my team interviewing this person that had done like account management and SEO and all that stuff. And she was talking about almost like bragging about how their team had an option. You know, they got like the RFP from a big company, you know, six people 
And, and we're like, well, if we undercut a bit, we're going to get the whole thing. Got it. The team didn't really know how to do the execute most of it. And they're like, Oh, and it was so exciting. We just like, you had to figure it out. And it's like, that's so unethical and so shitty because you had to, you had to have bullshitted them. You literally had to have lied to their face. I'm like, so your relationship and your start and the money that you're collecting, that they're investing in you and their time and this person's position that might be at stake if you don't succeed is all hanging in the balance. You lied to their face about it. I I can't stand that. It drives me nuts. Imagine you're talking to like some marketing manager that is really like good at a job and you fleece them, you manage to pull it off and then you don't deliver. And then their job is at stake and their, their side of things. It's I'd like, be curious. people are so like narrow-minded. It's just like, Oh my God, I'm going to make so much money. And then I'll figure it out. I'll take that money. I'll hire the person that does it. And it's like, you don't know how to even interview or get the person that does it. Cause you don't know how to do it. So you can tell uh, how fired up I get about that specific topic. Uh, yeah, I would say that's hundred percent unethical. Um, not only that you're, I, I think those people should be liable for, for to an ex- something. That. I mean, talking about like legally liable to, yeah, I don't, to some I, don't extent. I don't know if there's anything you could do. Um, probably not, but I, I, it would be really nice if, if there was, I think that's the tricky part with SEO too, is that, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything that says that I'm qualified to do SEO though. <laughs> not even your certificate from uh quora oh yeah <laughs> your uh, uh, seo from gotta, udemy <laughs> i think i'm conductor certified and uh from back in the day i think i got some uh google analytics certifications you know from your your moz boot camp um my moz boot camp yeah i got that um outside of that yeah my moz uh expert quiz uh score i can send you that i got an 81 it's great <laughs> oh is that it was it from moz no no parts of it were from moz but five of those questions I disagree with today. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah, I think, I just think that I know that there's a sales mindset where just say yes now and figure it out later. And that's extremely unethical. And uh, I know that some people will be like, well, I'm not in this uh, luxurious position to turn down business or turn down an opportunity. And like, maybe you do have an aptitude that you're like bullshit for a bit, but the one thing is, I know what my point is going to be without repeating myself, is that um, SEO is just one of those things where you can talk about it and not execute. And I've interviewed people plenty of times where I have great conversations and I ask hypotheticals. I'm like, that's like a pretty good hypothetical you know, answer. And you know, you try to get a little bit deep and a little bit more theoretical and, and they'll answer like appropriately. And then they start working and they're like, you're not good. <laughs> like you just aren't good. I don't, I don't know how that happened, but you don't know what you're doing. It was like, uh, I was asked this question the other day. It was like, how well would you rate yourself with Google Analytics? And I was like, I mean, I, I was like, I can do a lot of stuff in it, you know, like uh, like custom dimensions and stuff that like a lot of people aren't familiar with. Like I can do that, but like, I don't know anyone that's an expert in Google Analytics because they change stuff about it. And there's just so, there's a lot. Well, there's a lot just, to know. It's so It's so much because... You and that was my work. answer. Yeah. Well, the thing thing is, is that you could, you could work at like a agency being like, I'm the senior analytics overseer and you could be like, kick ass your job. And then you take some test and it's like, well, you don't know these things. And it's like, I haven't never used those things, but now I don't know analytics. Apparently, there, There's so much stuff that like, if you don't, if you're not in the use case where you need to do it, that like you would never use it because you just wouldn't. Right. Like, 
Um, and like for most people, they use about 10% of what's available in Google Analytics. Probably. Um, so, but like, that was my answer. I was like, I don't, you know, I, I would never dare say I'm an expert in it because there's so much that you like to know. Like I, I know clearly enough to get by and then like enough to do some custom stuff. And the lady was like, that is like, I've never heard anyone give that answer. Like, <laughs> she's like, most of the time when it's a lower level position or something, they're always like, oh, I'm an expert in Google Analytics. And I'm like, yeah, you, that's like the youth showing right there. You know, it's like, if you knew enough to know that you didn't know anything, then like, that would be something, but you don't even know that much, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I think an answer to like that for me would be almost, well, expert is defined by having done something for probably 10,000 hours is like the standard. I guarantee I've never done that. And it's like, I've played guitar in my life for over 10,000 hours. And I used to play guitar two to three hours a day in high school. And would I have said I was an expert at that? No, I wasn't. I wasn't even an expert at guitar, but I was really, really freaking good. But I still wasn't going on tours and playing guitar in a studio on like freaking Limp Biscuit albums. But so, I still really good. <laughs> There's a graph that shows like your level of like confidence of how much you know about something. And it's like, it's like it goes up like that. And then in your 30s, it's like way down there for the same subject matter. <laughs> like being a good human being and like, like oh, yeah, I, I, there's a lot to know uh, about it. That's funny. So I think the moral of that is, is to, to be transparent about like really your abilities. I mean, we never want someone to not be confident. I mean, no one would get any positions that they were really trying to work for. But I mean, anything within reason. I mean, if there's just like the alarms going off, like boom, boom, like I have no place being here right now. I don't, I don't know. I think it's unethical. If you feel good about it, but you know, you're going to have to bust your ass. I mean, that's how anyone gets good gigs and good jobs, but it's just has to be within reason. You can't, you just can't be lying about it. I think is the bottom line. Hey, have you been doing this for five years? And you've been doing it for a year and you're like, I've been doing it for seven years. You're just yeah. break. All right. Well, I think, I think we covered some good things in this podcast. The yeah. SEO ethics 101. You kind know? of our two cents of kind of our mindset, how our brains work uh, when it comes to these things. Our version of SEO ethics, I suppose. Um, I mean, I, it's one lasting thought. I know that the more you develop in it, the more you're in demand and the more things you can decline and move on from for more ideal projects and jobs, the more ethical, I suppose, you can be naturally. Do what you think is right and know when you're being a jerk. <laughs> That's, that's some great last thoughts. Um, well, uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone listening out there. We really appreciate all of our listeners. Uh, if you want to get a hold of Ryan or I, you can email us at seosedandotherlies at gmail.com. We respond to, respond to that pretty quickly. Uh, you can send us a LinkedIn message, which seems to be happening a lot more um, lately. It happens. I yeah. respond to all of them. Yeah. Um, or you can leave us a message on our YouTube channel. Um, we look at that pretty regularly as well. Um, but you know, again, thank you so much for listening and be sure to like, share, subscribe anywhere that you listen to our podcast at. Um, and yeah, just thanks a lot. Thanks yeah. so much. I'm Ryan Klein. I'm Paul Warren. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Otherwise.